Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. All right, and we are here. You are with us, Solutions from the Huddle, right here on ESPN Charlotte in the Queen City. Hey, listen, if you're listening live, we appreciate you tuning in. If you're, if you're not, uh, we're on the air every Sunday morning, and we're on every podcast channel on the whole uh, whole planet here. So we hope you, that you keep tuning in. Uh, find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, anywhere, iHeartRadio. Uh, but obviously right here, 730 The Game, ESPN Charlotte in the Queen City. Uh, and I'm not doing this alone. I get to sit here for every episode with my very good co-host, my good friend, the very dapper Mr. Chris Allison, good morning, friend. Great to see you, Titus, once yeah. again. Yeah. Absolutely. 2020 is off to a great start. I mean, we're already crushing it. We've already had a few good shows in the mm-hmm. can. We're, we're making more magic happen. How, how is the, the New Year's celebration for you and the family? Good? Man, it's been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very excited. A lot of cool things I'm looking forward to in, in 2020. Success, hopefully, right. uh, in the professional world, and, and right. hopefully another successful year with the family. So, Well, and I'm, I'm curious to see how your checking account's doing, because you have 75 children, yeah, and you just had to get through Christmas. Yeah, how was that? Not, the listeners not, know that not you, good. you have a football team. <laughs> not good. For a family. Right, right. You doing okay? How do you? No, not really. <laughs> not really. But we made it, right? Made I'm it here. Through. Yeah. I got you know, got a new sweater. I don't I know. know. I Everything. Like it. Yeah, it's all good. No, I always imagine that. I was thinking. I was telling my <laughs> wife, Christmas morning at Chris's house probably looked like like a New Year's Eve celebration at Times Square right. with all the confetti, oh, all the man. wrapping paper. Oh yeah. Anyway. Yeah. When they picked up uh, recycling, <laughs> yeah. they brought, took a little they, extra time. Yeah. Well, the they house, knew yeah. to bring backup exactly. to go to your house. That's I love how that it. works. Well, listen, we uh, we start every show the, the same way. We ask that you'll do it with us, but here we go. Uh, Lord, we give you glory and honor for all things. Uh, we ask that you'd bless the show, the guest, our sponsors, just everyone involved. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. All right, wonderful. Amen. So here we go. We have the very wonderful Tara Carter on the program, and she's a rock star, Chris. And, and to all the listeners out there, you probably already know her. In fact, you know her probably better than you know me. Uh, she's in every city across the country. She's constantly uh, moving around. She's one of the top producers in the real estate industry, but she's also a great speaker and great teacher. And she's helping folks to learn how to actually create customer events and, and, and to do millions of dollars worth of production. She also teaches folks about social media. She has more energy than almost anyone I've ever met. Tara, how are you, friend? Thanks for being on the show. Ah, thank you for having me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you. I mean, you know, I got the opportunity to meet you in Atlanta and watch just this this fire and this energy of you lighting up a room. Uh, but kind of give us a little bit of a background, how you've been endorsed by folks like Michael J. Mayer and, and, and you know, what, what's helped you to get into every city and, and be on every stage to really teach people uh, how to go the way and show the way and know the way in real estate. Well, one, it was it was a pleasure meeting you in Atlanta, and I look forward to seeing you again soon. Um, I, being in Atlanta was definitely um, a lot of fun. And I would say that, you know, my journey has been a little different. I'm actually a third-generation realtor, um, something I never wanted to get into, by the way. <laughs> oh, <like ever>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the family never asked me either. So I'm in business with my mom and uncle. They've been in the business for a little over 30 years. Um I never had any interest. I am a preschool teacher turned nightclub manager. 
Oh. And, <laughs> okay. and it was kind of the same thing, though, because they were just big kids. So I took yeah. my, my degrees in early childhood, too, and they were big kids. You get them excited about a party, and then you throw a party. You give them <laughs> rules and guidelines, and when they act out, you put them in timeout behind the red rope. This, like, it was easy. This makes sense. I get it. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I took that, and then it, it honestly, I managed um, the high-end nightclub and restaurant in Fort Lauderdale. And for about eight years, and then it took one person to come in one night and say, why aren't you in real estate? And that was Mauricio Inchensky, who owns the agency in Beverly Hills, and um, that's one of the largest brokerages. And I was like, I don't want to do that. My mom does that. <laughs> and then I woke up the next day and said, like, come on, <laughs> how yeah. old are you? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I took that conversation and I ended up, um, calling a friend of mine, not my family. I called a friend of mine and asked them about me getting into real estate. And long story short, two weeks later, I landed a $90 million project selling condos on the intercoastal between two and 10 million. And I had no real estate license. Wow. Well, so I had to go get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or else you would have had to give those commissions. Somebody else would have been getting paid off of your hard work. Yeah, so um, I so I took the, my week paid vacation and took the week real estate school and jumped all in. Now, how long ago was that? How many years have you been in production? Um, four years, I believe. I'm going on my fifth year this year. Okay, and and I know that so four years. We've got a ton of real estate professionals that tune in. Uh, we we we're very fortunate. We get lots of business folks and professionals and salespeople and CEOs that that love the show. But I know a lot of real estate people. Uh, in in the in the Charlotte market, which is still a very booming market in the country, um, you know, tune in and listen. And so, uh, for some of those people specifically, and I know that your advice uh, really transcends an industry, which is why I loved loved the idea of having you on. But what's a few tips uh, maybe for the real estate agent that's in their fourth or fifth year? Heck, maybe they're in their eighth or ninth year, uh, and they're not uh, they're not experiencing some of the success that you're experiencing. What do you attribute it to? Seven levels of communication. Let's just start there. Yeah. <laughs> um, seven levels of communication changed my life. That's 80% of my business model. Um, I live and breathe it every day. And I would totally recommend for anybody to pick up that book. And I mean, there's, there's like 88 systems in the book. You can't, you can't do all of it. Um, and you just have to take a risk or lose the chance. And Sometimes you have to jump off the cliff and bring, you know, build your wings on the way down. And it's okay if maybe you're not where you're at right now, or maybe you've been in the business for a while and you've come into a rut. That's okay. And I feel like, you know, you just have to fall in love with the process of becoming the very best version of yourself. Yeah. At whatever it is. Well, that sounds like you're you're clearly a person who who prescribes to professional and personal development. The book for those of you, I mean, we've talked about it several times on the show, but for those of you that don't know, Seven Levels of Communication by Michael J. Mayer, uh, probably one of the best one-to-one communication networking books uh, on the earth. And you're saying that you've not just read the book, not just fallen in love with it, you've actually put it into practice. Oh, yeah. So putting it into practice, I believe um, I'm, we are one of the ones hosting Michael's um, best book show or book club as well across the nation. And you know why I love it is because it's it's about referrals, meaning you're taking your relationships um, to from relationships to referrals, and then you're just really just spreading love. Like I have so much love to give, and it's really like uh, generosity is love and action, which also creates energy, hence the word energy. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like if you just if you are just really authentically yourself, and you just love and pour onto people, it's the people business. It's not about the paperwork; it's about the people work. 
And I mean, the majority, I mean, we'll I'll close out probably about 24 million this year and we've never paid for a lead. Wow. Um, I, I, I've never cold called. I mean, in the beginning of my career I did, but I had inside sales agents calling for me and then I just went on the appointments. Um, but I just, I would, I, you have two options, you either cold call or you can do things the other way. <laughs> yeah. Well, Which I mean, relationship-based. if you're going to have a conversation, might as well be with someone that, you know, like, and trust. And, and if it's a stranger, you might as well get the conversation and go towards the place where the second and third time you talk, you're not strangers anymore. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, enthusiasm is, is enthusiasm is the root of all good things. And I think it comes down to something as simple as I even tell people when I teach classes, you know, when you go to the bank, are you usually just using your phone and scanning your checks or are you just going to the drive-in? If you're, if you are picking up prescriptions on a monthly basis, are you actually going in and meeting a pharmacist? When you order coffee, are you walking in and parking your car to go inside Starbucks? Probably not. For the most part, everybody likes the easy route. I like old school values and I like to talk to people face to face. So the pharmacist, the bank teller, the bank in the last year has probably given me at least 12 referrals. Every person in that bank knows my name. And I make sure that all know stories about them. So it can be somebody as simple as the coffee shop that you go to weekly or, or whatnot. You just have to get out of your own way yeah. and be a, get, be a people person. If you don't like people, then you probably shouldn't be in sales anyways, right? Yeah. Well, and I think my favorite sentence so far was uh, take the risk or lose the chance. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, it, that's probably true even in the people, just, just, just the the fear of, of not wanting to connect with somebody. I mean, I think a lot of folks are, are nervous and maybe not naturally outgoing or, or extroverted uh, or even in the case where it's a service-based, you know, with your teller and you would think, well, gosh, why is that so hard to strike up a conversation? But I think people get so fearful um, and, and we live in such a, a digital and such a, you know, uh, unconnected while at the same time we say we're connected uh, generation. But for you, I love that you said, take the risk or lose the chance. I mean, sometimes you've got to risk just saying hello to somebody. Uh, there may be rejection there, but on the other end could be a relationship that leads to your bank teller giving you 12 leads this year. <laughs> yeah. You know, it can start as simple as how are you? How's business? What are your new year's goals? I mean, we can go on and on about someone doing a little icebreakers and honestly if they do reject you i have the perfect thing that i probably say a few times yeah probably sometimes a few times a day and then sometimes just a few times a week which is um some will some won't so what next yeah yeah so for you you don't you're, you're like a uh, we are on espn so every now and again chris makes me do sports analogies uh, i think we're, the, we're one of the only shows that doesn't talk about sports on espn but um, but, but a baseball player or a football player, right? So when you, when you throw a ball and they hit a home run off of you or the football, uh, quarterback throws the ball and it's an interception, they've got to have pretty short memories, right? They have to say, so what move on next, uh, pretty quickly yeah. or else if it, if that rejection gets in their head, if that failure gets in their head, uh, then they don't, they don't do it again. Um, how do you overcome? Cause to say it is one thing, right? And to tell other people get over it, you know, don't let it grow roots inside your mind. That's easier said than done. How do you put that into practice? What are some of the disciplines that allows you to continue to be bold and fearless and 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 take the risks so you don't miss the chance? Uh, great question. Uh, first, I would start telling the negative committee that meets inside your head to sit down and shut up. I mean, that's really helpful. <laughs> that's <right>. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, I'm a really big into um, 
I would say conditioning courses. There's one course that my company, I'm with Keller Williams, and there's one course that's an eight-week course. I call it like Tony Robbins for real estate agents, and you don't even have to be with a company to take it. And it's an eight-week course, and it's all about your mastering, um, one, being careful of the words that you use. So it's conditioning, right? There's a few words in my vocabulary that I don't use, and that is, I probably have to say that that's probably one of the most helpful things and telling the negative committee to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and for words, like, for example, like taking the word but out and it's replaced with and. Um, I don't use the O word, which is overwhelmed, because that's just negative. So it's always fascinating. Like, the traffic on the way here this morning was really fascinating. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then sometimes my clients could be, like, I have other words before the word fascinating. <laughs> um <laughs> So I think it's when it's the word you use and it's the people that you surround yourself with. You know, I, I love the fact that going into 2020, there's nobody that I have to cut off because I'm not friends with anyone I don't like or don't have anybody in my in my circle that yeah. um, I, I'm not interested in, in having in my circle. And sometimes you outgrow people and that's okay. And I just prefer, I think it's being careful of the people that are in your circle, the things that you're listening to, how you talk to yourself. And what do you surround yourself with? Like, even in my bathroom mirror, there's affirmations everywhere. And just things that remind me that to really be the best person that I can be, because a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles, right? Yeah, I, I think that makes all the sense in the world. I mean, uh, I prescribe to everything that you're talking about. I think that when we, uh, when we surround ourselves with negative people, negativity is the sea that we swim in. I mean, we just... We just constantly, and I love how you call it the negativity committee, right, inside your own head. I mean, there's enough <laughs> noise. Uh, there's enough negativity. I don't need more people outside my head. I've got, I, I could say all yeah. the worst things in the world inside, and, and it's a topic that I talk about with clients all the time. Uh, so I love I love that, that you prescribe to that. And, and I'm very familiar with the Keller Williams culture, uh, the drunk monkeys, right, and the yep. uh, uh, and all of the wonderful things, and I think, uh, the program you were referring to, uh, it was bold. Is that is that the program you're? Yep. Yep. And um, I love it. Yeah, it's, a, it's love, a, love, love. It's a great program. I, I do a a a locally uh, a program locally that's that's got some similar takeaways from it, and and I know lots of KW folks, and and I think the culture that you guys exude is just special. Um, but but so tell me, was it always this way? I mean, did you just organically, naturally come to the conclusion that? The negativity is not going to help me close. It's not going to help me build systems and processes that work. It's not going to help me be a strong leader. Uh, or, or was there an aha moment where negativity, where you saw it as something to, to spray Lysol at? <laughs> that it was, it was a germ. It was no good. <laughs> um, good question. I don't know. I've, I've kind of always been pretty much kind of a positive person, pretty positive. Okay. Um, I think that I think that the thing that clicked for me the most was uh, after I read the book, The One Thing, I realized that I really didn't understand what my clear mission and value was and mm -hmm. really digging down deep to figure out what my why was. And once I figured out what my why was, which really your purpose fuels your passion. So figuring out that and then we have like your mission, your vision, your values, um, your beliefs and all of that. Once I figured out that, then I think that really helps with the negative committee sitting down and shutting up. And that didn't happen overnight. I mean, finding my big why probably took me, uh, I would say, a good six months or so. It's not one of those things where you sit down. It's like, OK, well, my big why is my kids. OK, great. So what about your kids? Like digging down way, way deeper than that. 
Um, and so your why should be big enough to where you, it literally will make you cry to say it out loud, which I don't want to say out loud because then I'll cry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and thank all of our sponsors and don't go anywhere because on the other end of the break, I'm going to see if I can get Tara to cry. Okay. So stay tuned right here. Solutions from the huddle on ESPN Charlotte. Looking for a fun team building event that helps to reduce stress and get everyone on the same page. Consider booking mobile smash rooms for your next corporate event. Imagine a space that is designed for you to swing a tool of your choice and smash your stress away while being fully entertained. Learn more by calling 980-999-4119 or visiting mobilesmashrooms.com and say goodbye to stress. That's mobilesmashrooms.com. If you're looking to grow your leadership ability, don't miss the Leadership Mastery Summit in Charlotte. Leaders of small to large-sized companies, this program has been designed for you. The Leadership Mastery Summit will feature a full day of motivational speakers, including CSG founder and leadership coach Titus Bartolotta, best-selling author Michael J. Mayer, and Ironman world champion Jason Fowler. The Leadership Mastery Summit is set for March 20th. Early bird tickets are available now through January 20th. Visit team-csg.com to learn more and secure your seat. Need an oil change quick? Visit Speedy. They'll change your oil and filter, top off your fluids, air up your tires, and get you on your way. Get your vehicle serviced by people who care with locations at 4752 South Boulevard in Charlotte and 1484 Azell Boulevard in Spartanburg. Speedy oil change and auto service for all your vehicle needs. All right, and we are back. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, the sponsors, man. We love you guys. We're so grateful that you're a part of the show. You allow us to have the amazing, magical moment every week right here on ESPN Charlotte. Uh, our podcast is all over the world, though. Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, you name it, we are there. And hey, listen, if you're looking to get more exposure and branding for your business, it's really easy to do that. Um, you, you ought to be in everyone's top of mind. You ought to be in everyone's eyeballs and eardrums, and, 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 and that way you don't miss an opportunity. And it's easy to do that, right, Chris? How does someone get that? Sure, absolutely. I work with businesses not only throughout Char- the Charlotte area, but uh, all across the southeast. Uh, Chris at ESPN730.com is the email address. Would love to have the opportunity to speak with you and, and see how we might be able to partner together to grow your business. Tara Carter is our guest here on 730 The Game, ESPN Charlotte. Her team has generated thousands of referrals, resulting in 22 million closed volume in 2018 Woo! alone. My so that's goodness. a great that's a great year for Tara and her team. And Tara, I'm just I'm curious. Uh, the, the, we hear about the word branding. Uh, pretty consistently now in the sales world. And how do you incorporate your why into your brand? Wow, that's a great question. I would say that there's a few different ways that you could do it. At first, I would start with who are you? Mm -hmm. Um, Digging down deep when I had said, you know, what's your personality? Like, who are you and who are you attracting? Um, Although there's three, I call it the three P's of, of a brand plan. (laughs) So the first would be your purpose. And your purpose is really understanding what your mission, your vision, your values, your beliefs are, Um, and digging down deep on those. And there's a lot of systems and tools. If anybody reaches out, I'm happy to share those to kind of dig down deep on those. And then two, the second P would be your potential. So what's your aims and your goals? So what's your one goal that you would like to accomplish? And what are three, you know, um, three ways that you can do that and five strategies for each of those three ways. We call that a GPS um, and within my Keller Williams culture. And your promise, your third P would be your, of your brand plan, your promise. So 
um, you are, what promise are you making to the end user? So this would apply, obviously, for, for any business, not just real estate. And just kind of what um, what promise are you making to them? Because, you know, your word's your honor. So what promise are you willing to bring? You know, what's Does so, that make sense? Yeah, Absolutely. no. What, what's so special about that is it's so specific and so intentional. And, and I think one of the things that's key um, to, to your success is what I think is key to most people's success, and that's a level of intentionality and strategy. It, it, nothing, it doesn't sound like anything you're talking about is, is by mistake. It sounds very much so by design. And, you know, I think that um, maybe the quote has been worn out, but if we don't prepare uh, to succeed, we're, we'll be preparing to fail. You seem very prepared. How important is it to you to be intentional and strategic? And, uh, again, everything seems so on, on design where it's, nothing's happening to you. You're very much so in control, and, and you're making choices. Is that right? Absolutely. I mean, we all have the same choices to make, and you just, I mean, I would prefer to live a life by design and not by default. So in order to do that, you have to get very purposeful. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. So tell me this. So how do you start your day every day, right? I know this is really big in, in your industry, and I wish that it was big in every industry, but real estate people are fairly good at a daily routine, fairly good at starting the way uh, we started yesterday, starting that way again today and tomorrow, and, and where motivation might get us going, it is, it is consistency that keeps us going. What is the consistency in your uh, morning routine? How do, you, how do you start every day so that it's a winning one? Well, that is an adventure that I have been sharing a lot lately in the past six months. Um, I just finished a 66-day challenge of waking up at 5 a.m., and I, I'll be honest, I am a nightclub background. I come out alive at night, so my morning routine has been ever-evolving. Um, so the 66-day challenge, I had about 55 eight other people that had signed up with me, too. So I didn't let them down. I did complete it, thank goodness, because I, it wasn't really about even letting them down, myself down. It was more letting them down because I was holding them all accountable. I think the Miracle Morning routine is probably one of the best lifesavers. Um, so when I do wake up, which is typically I'm, I'm out, of, out of bed by 7.30, so most people are like, you need to start your day at 4 or 5. Well, that's not for me. Everybody, everyone's different. <laughs> I'm not going to fake the funk. I do not get up at 5 a.m. every day, even after gonna, the challenge. I'm not going to fake the funk, Chris, is what she said. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you're getting up at 7.30. Hey, that's cool. I like that. I mean, listen, I'll send my kids over to your house. They'll teach you how to wake up at 4 in the morning. It's, you know, they, yeah, they, listen, they wake up great, There you go. Well, being a preschool teacher was great birth control. Um, so I'm, I'm good for a little bit. Oh, I love <laughs> um, it. So in the morning, I mean, the, so the, I have a gratitude journal that sits next to my bed. Um, that I do not start my day without that. I'm shutting off social media for the first 30 minutes, and I typically will either go to bar class or I do yoga in the morning at, at my own house. Um, those two things, I think that starting the day with gratitude typically has been probably the most the most helpful. And then um, to lead up to the evening, I think it really starts either on Sundays or it starts in the evening before, before the morning, because my mornings are not complete without my evening being okay. So I just started switching over from business books to fiction at night because I realized when I read my business books at night that I'm like working on reading, I like want to solve the world's problems and create a new business plan at like 1am because I just got motivated. Yeah. So I changed that and now I'm reading fiction book at night. I read 
four fiction books in December, and I haven't read a fiction book since high school, and I graduated 2004, so I don't know how many years ago that was. Um, so, yeah, I think the fiction books, and then also setting up, so I do a Sunday night ritual, too, which is setting up my clothes and all of my attire for the whole week, because I also wear a uniform weekly. I work for myself. However, I'm very disciplined in what I'm wearing, because it makes it a lot easier, too, and it's also for branding reasons, because my colors are black my brands of flamingos so everything i wear is black pink or white basically no, <laughs> amazing I, florida no yeah I, lo- <laughs> I love that um so so really what i'm hearing is that you're you're really specific not just daily but you've got some weekly routines in there as well and then even the the intentionality behind what you're doing at night is springboarding what what's possible for you in the morning and, and i really love Chris, did you notice she said she's doing the fiction books Mm -hmm. uh, at night because she's getting so motivated at night that she doesn't want to start a new business at (laughs) one in the morning? Uh, How many of you out there are listening right now and you at two in the afternoon can't muster up the motivation to start a dang business or to finish your your call list? Uh, And and I love that Tara's over here at one in the morning starting new businesses. Um, Here's how I like to finish every show. Uh, We've got just about two, two, three minutes. Is there a really awesome story um, where maybe you helped a client um, or, or a coworker or something, is there a really memorable, awesome, entertaining story where you've put into practice all of these wonderful things that you're talking about and things went really right, or maybe they went really sideways, um, whichever story is more entertaining, I will let you tell. But at the end, uh, I, I always love to give people an opportunity to share their livelihood, uh, and, and, and how they serve or work with their team, how they serve their community or serve with their team. Uh, and, and something that's pretty memorable. Is there a story that sticks out in, in about two, three minutes you want to share with our listeners? Um, yeah, that's a great question. I would say that probably there was um, there was an incredible family that I was closing on multiple properties with. And one of my favorite things to do for my clients is throw housewarming parties. And this client, um, the house was not ready. The driveway was under construction. And I was throwing kind of forcing the wife to throw the housewarming party um, Uh because it was Mother's Day weekend, and she didn't know that we were flying in her son from Japan from the Marine Corps to surprise her. That was part of, hold on, hold on, hold on, whoa, 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 don't you dare, (laughs) don't we try to skip over the coolest part of of the entire day. Uh, So part of your uh, throwing them a housewarming party is you go get her son uh, who's serving in the military, you figure out how to get him flown in for the party to surprise her? Well, that was something we coordinated with 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 the husband, so oh. it wasn't just me who worked worked on that one. <laughs> this is very cool. Okay, go ahead. And I would say that she was really unhappy with me. Like, uh, she was not very happy with me. She didn't want to have a party. Um, she she the house wasn't ready, and, and it was it wasn't staged right. The driveway was under construction. It was just a mess, and mm-hmm. she didn't understand why I was pushing to have this party and. I have to say that, um, and then all the neighbors came because I, I door knocked the neighborhood, invite the neighbors. They all come with gifts. And she was just shocked that everybody's coming in with gifts. And the party was just awesome. And I think one of the most memorable moments, I mean, I do films right now, was the moment that her son walked in the room. And the look on her face is just something that I will never, ever forget. Um, that's probably one of my, my mm-hmm. favorite ones. 
Okay, do you understand the bar you've just set for every other real estate agent? I mean, so the rest of you out there that are sending cookies, right, or 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 a wine bottle and basket for a cookout, uh, you are you are failing miserably. Um, but no, 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 no. So 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 that was so cool. I mean, what, how was that? Was the pressure on every time she tried to cancel the party, and uh, and you had to say no, and you had to keep coming up with different excuses? Oh yeah, for sure. I remember telling her at one point, I was like, you know, don't be in a rush to figure everything off of what we need to do. Let's just embrace the unknown and let life surprise you. Oh <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> she probably wanted to throw me off a cliff if I had to guess. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I think, I think that's maybe the coolest story I've heard in a long time. Uh, do me a favor. Before we call this, uh, this episode uh, to, to close, would you tell everyone the best email, the best uh, website, so they can maybe have you be – a part of maybe their conference or speak or, or, or even do business with you. Cause again, we have listeners across the country, best email, best website for you. Absolutely. So I'm, when you see a flamingo, you think of me for your real estate needs in the South Florida area. <laughs> um, and the best phone number for me would be nine, five, four, six, six, one, six, nine, nine, zero, or nine, five, four, six, nine, five sold to make it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best email is Tara at, greatfloridahomes.com and I would love to flamingo with you. I love it. Thank you so much for being on the program and thank you to each and every listener out there that tuned in out of all the other things you could have been doing hanging out with us right here on Solutions from the Huddle ESPN Charlotte. If you're looking to grow your leadership ability, don't miss the Leadership Mastery Summit in Charlotte. Leaders of small to large size companies, this program has been designed for you. The Leadership Mastery Summit will feature a full day of motivational speakers, including CSG founder and leadership coach Titus Bartolotta, best-selling author Michael J. Mayer, and Ironman world champion Jason Fowler. The Leadership Mastery Summit is set for March 20th. Early bird tickets are available now through January 20th. Visit team-csg.com to learn more and secure your seat. Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you want to stay involved and engaged in the show, be sure to check out all major podcast channels by searching for Solutions from the Huddle. Thanks again for your support. We hope you come back.